May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. So for those of you who were here last week and heard Father Bill Rhodes preach, I won't need to tell you that this is the seventh and absolute last Sunday in Easter. And I also have to tell you that I ran into somebody this week who uh, I said I was preaching today, and they said, are you going to be as funny as Father Bill? And I had to say... Uh, no. So I'm hoping whoever that was that they're still out there anyway, but so here it goes. But it's also Mother's Day, in case you didn't remember or hadn't noticed all the advertising to buy your mom something, anything, jewelry, appliances, cards, books, flowers. I will admit that I was slightly appalled when I found out that I had to preach today. I did protest a little bit. I was told that I was highly qualified because I am a mother. But I have a confession. I don't really like Mother's Day all that much. My own mother died shortly before Mother's Day when I was in my early 20s and my oldest daughter was five. We went to Disneyland that year for Mother's Day. And avoidance of this holiday has been my pattern ever since. So I am a bit outside my comfort zone here. And there's the thing. Talking about Mother's Day or mothers, it isn't always as easy as it sounds. When some people at work found out that I was preaching today, they started telling me some of their stories. And some of those stories were about abuse, non-existent relationships, the mother whose son was doing drugs again, and she is so angry at him, and she feels so guilty because she is so angry. These women weren't looking forward to Mother's Day either. So here we are on the seventh Sunday in Easter with a gospel lesson by John, which is written in his usual convoluted tongue-twister style. I had to concentrate very carefully reading that gospel lesson. And it's Mother's Day. So I did what I usually do when I don't know what I'm doing. And I knew that I needed to kind of shift my attitude a little bit for Mother's Day. I went to the internet and I googled Mother's Day. Did you know that there are millions of entries for Mother's Day on the internet? Millions. So I narrowed my research down a little bit. And I found out that the practice of honoring mothers has been around for a very long time. Typically, it was a celebration of mythological deities and other symbols of motherhood, such as Mother Earth, Mother Nature. With the rise of Christianity in Europe and England, the focus of celebrating mothers became a day to honor the Virgin Mary. 
And over time, all mothers got to be included. And that celebration became known as Mothering Sunday. It was a compassionate holiday that was focused on the working classes of England. It was typically a day that the servants were allowed to go home one day a year to visit with their families. So here in the U.S., Mothering Sunday was never celebrated. And Mother's Day as we know it did not become an official holiday until 1914 when Woodrow Wilson signed it into uh, national observance declaring the second Sunday in May to be Mother's Day. And as we typically do in this country, we embraced Mother's Day. This year alone, we will spend $18.6 billion on mothers and those who have been mothers to us. $671 million will be spent on Mother's Day cards alone and over $1.9 billion on flowers. And I don't know if you noticed, I did get some flowers for Mother's Day this year, so I'm very happy. But before Hallmark, bouquets of flowers and Mother's Day brunches. This was a day that was to have been a day of peace, to honor and support mothers who had lost husbands and sons in the carnage of the Civil War. Julia Ward Howard, who was an abolitionist, a feminist, a poet, and the author of the Battle Hymn of the Republic, nursed and tended the wounded and the dying during the Civil War. The devastation that she witnessed inspired her to call out to women everywhere to rise up through the ashes of devastation, urging a Mother's Day dedicated to peace and justice. Arise then, women of this day. Arise, all women who have hearts, whether our baptism be that of water or of fears. Say firmly, we will not have great questions decided by irrelevant agencies. Blood does not wipe out our dishonor, nor violence indicate possession. As men have often forsaken the plow and the anvil at the summons of war, Let women now leave all that may be left of home for a great and earnest day of counsel. Let them meet first as women to bewail and commemorate the dead. Let them solemnly take counsel with each other as to the means whereby the great human family can live in peace, each bearing after their own time the sacred impress, not of Caesar, but of God. Her basic conviction was that though the world may be divided by war and conflict, there's something in the experience of childbirth that binds all mothers of the world together into one family. The struggle to gain voting rights for women, the cause of peace among the nations of the world, the fight against poverty and the abuse of children, these were the central concerns of those who established Mother's Day. Mother's Day was a day that was not simply to remember your own mother, but to find lessons that that applies to us all, lessons about the essential meaning of life for us all. 
And perhaps that's the lesson for us today on this Mother's Day. In today's gospel, Jesus prayed that we may all be one. And the gospel ends with words of love, a love given to the disciples and to us to carry into the world, a world that is bigger than just you and me. Julia Ward Howard and the others who called for a Mother's Day recognize that we are bound together by our common humanity. And it's not enough to just recognize our own mothers. It's about mothers everywhere. And let me tell you a little bit about some of those mothers. Every day, every day, approximately 800 of them will die from preventable causes related to pregnancy and childbirth. 99% of all maternal deaths will occur in developing countries, sub-Saharan Africa accounting for 57% of those deaths. Maternal mortality is higher in women living in rural areas and no surprise there among poorer communities. Remember that $18.6 billion that we spend on Mother's Day? Just, just the $670 million that we spend on greeting cards would be enough to save the lives of thousands and thousands of these women. So for Mother's Day this year, after you buy your card for your mom or that person who has always been a mother to you, donate change, dollar bills, $10 bills, write a check, donate to the Trinity Millennium Development Goal, Maison de Naissance jar that is out there in the only room. It is to support the birthing center in Haiti. Uh, And Haiti, by the way, has one of the highest maternal mortality rates in the Western Hemisphere. I have been to Haiti, and I can attest to that. And places like Maison de Naissance are working really, really hard to make childbirth safer for moms. I personally have joined a group called the Mother's Day Movement. It's a group that each year raises funds for Mother's Day for different women's issues. This year, the funds will go to the Fistula Foundation, which helps women who are suffering from obstetric fistulas. Not something we read about in this country too often. It's a pretty much a medical condition. It's only in developing countries and primarily in rural areas in developing countries. An obstetric fistula is the result of obstructed labor during childbirth and lack of medical care during that labor. Or talk to Joan Haldeman and find out what you can do to help with the Mother's Day Military Moms Project. Because over 68,000 of our men and women are still in harm's way in Afghanistan, and they will not be home this Mother's Day. So on this seventh Sunday in Easter, let's honor our mothers and let's honor all those in our lives who have nurtured us, cared for us, and loved us. But let us also remember that we are on the receiving end of Jesus' prayer today and every day. 
I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one and honor mothers everywhere, knowing that with his love, so freely given, we can change the world. Or as Mother Teresa once said, together we will do something beautiful for God. Amen.